Hi, I'm Taku and I've spent over 10 years telling my stories to thousands of kids across Australia. Now, I'm making my first kids TV show, but here's the thing. I don't have a lot of money, I've never made TV before, please explain, and I've never even been to film school. Yeah, I know, it sounds ridiculous, but that's why I'm doing this podcast. You'll hear how I'm working with the best in the business, how I'm finding the money, and all the behind the scenes stuff no one tells you about. This is Two Words with Taku. Let's learn this making TV thing together. So what happens if you've got an idea that you've written and now you need help to really pad it out, add some oomph to it and I don't know, just tear it apart and put it back together again and test some ideas and just get other people's feedback. Then you probably need to create a writer's room or a writer's workshop where you bring other screenwriters, other storytellers, other people who are good with words and story into a room to sit with you and brainstorm and chew things out. That's pretty much what I did at the beginning of this process where once I had John on board in terms of mentoring me, helping me craft the story and the concept, I decided I need to sit I needed to sit in a room with him and some other people to say, "Hey, this is the idea. What do you think?" And so to date I've done that 3 times and I think we've had a total of hmm let me think maybe 10 people. 10 people all together so that's writers that's story contributors that's consultants just different people over the course of those three workshops they've come into the room we've told them about the show we've asked them questions feedback we've nutted out characters we've prodded we've done research we've talked we've analyzed we've reanalyzed we've written we've brainstormed we've even had you know the whiteboard and we've written on that until it was full and taken photographs and oh my gosh it has been delicious that is the word that I can say if you are a writer imagine sitting with one of your stories and then other writers give you their 300 cents about it and then they add another idea what about this and what about that oh that is probably my favorite thing at the moment is just seeing how other people are helping grow this idea into something that is far beyond what I could have imagined by myself. And so in this episode, I really wanted to talk about the importance of working with other people and other writers to help your idea grow even stronger for it to even be more fabulous than you think it is right now by yourself in your computer or printed out in a file in a cupboard or whatever. Um, I realized that I had a good idea, but I really wanted to now get other people to help me think about uh, ways that I could make that idea stronger for when I start to make it. Uh, The reality is if you look at lots of TV shows, you know, they don't have just one writer. They have a team of writers. They have people who write different episodes. They have people who write, um, you know, specifically for different characters or different voices. So it's a team effort. And that's been really fun uh, for me trying to then find the people who I wanted to invite into the writer's 
newsroom I was creating. And to be honest, I have met people organically. I mean, you hear that and you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, I have. And primarily, I've been meeting them through the Australian Writers Guild. And in this episode, I'm going to be interviewing Wendy Hanna. And she she's a really well-known screenwriter, most famously working on Neighbours. If you don't know what Neighbours is, it's Neighbours. Please just Google it. It's a pretty iconic Australian show. And I met her at a Writers Guild event where it was an animation workshop day. And they had all these screenwriters come out who'd worked on different kids shows and different TV shows. And then they had all of us, so newbie writers and then some experienced writers. And then they just uh, paired us off. In fact, not paired us off, they made groups. So I think there were maybe eight groups that day perhaps eight groups of about six people and then you had an experienced screenwriter running a mock writer's room and the day the day was centered around creating a kids tv show an animated show and I was in Wendy's group and she was amazing so this is the first time I was sitting with different people I didn't know who they were and we came up with a concept in the space of a few hours and we learned about, you know, what's the show about? So how do we come up with what's our log line? You know, what's going to make people go, wow, this is amazing. We want to watch this show. We came up with characters and just sitting there with other people. I'd never met them before. And people are throwing incredible ideas and I'm throwing in mine as well. And it was so like, whoa, what is this? And in that group was a, a young lady called Evram. And we hit it off straight away. And I thought she was really funny. And long story short, she's now one of the writers and contributors on our show. And you'll you'll hear from her in another episode. But that's how I met her. And so skip forward almost two years. And now the show is starting to get underway. And here I am podcasting about everything I've been learning and who I've been meeting. And I wanted to do an episode about the writer's room. And I thought, oh my gosh, who am I going to interview? And when came up straight away because I've been following her on social media and I really really appreciated what she taught us that day and so yeah she's here talking about writers rooms and I'll give you a bit of a bio from her official website and again as always I will put a link to that in the show notes Wendy Hanna is an Australian Writers Guild nominated screenwriter and creative development consultant with a passion for people, characters and big ideas. Her credits include iconic serial Neighbours, popular drama Love Child and docudrama Dating the H-Bomb, as well as numerous children's programs including Giggle and Hoot, Dumbbots and Sydney Sailboat. She's also co-creator of factual teen format My24 a former development executive for essential media and entertainment she has extensive development experience across genres including kids drama animation and factual and regularly works with creative teams to help concepts find their best form in 2017 wendy was nominated for an orgy award so that's um, awards from the australian writers guild so she was nominated for one for her work on abc's hoot hoot go and so here is wendy hannah Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your work? Sure. My name is Wendy Hanna. I'm a screenwriter and I also work as a development consultant. Um, I do 
lots of different things across genres, uh, but I do work a lot in the children's television space. That's me. Fabulous. And how long have you been doing that? And how did you get into kids TV? I have been working as a freelance screenwriter and script editor for probably about the last five or six years. Um, prior to that, I was working, um, I've been working for a number of years in t television development. Um, in a past life, I actually worked for um, a really great uh, publishing house, um, Random House Australia, in their marketing department, and I looked after their kids' titles. So I've had a really long love affair with children's media in particular, um, and I think all of that background kind of led me into writing for children's television. Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. that That's so exciting, <laughs> and I'm trying to focus so I don't go off on a tangent. Because now it's like, oh. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So now you've had years of experience as a screenwriter and obviously working in writers' rooms. And mm. uh, and I've been saying how, you know, when I met you at the uh, that AWG event, we had a mock writers' room coming up with a kids' TV show, a pretend one. And I didn't really understand what a writers' room was or is. So can you tell us what is a writers' room and also, what makes a great writer's room? Cool. So, a writer's room is essentially a gathering of writers and sometimes other types of people like uh, researchers or producers to basically come together and either flesh out an existing idea or work up uh, a concept into a television show. So in the development process of any television series, there usually is at some point a writer's room, unless someone is working completely independently, which is very rare. Mm -hmm. um, television series tend to be made up of a number of writers. There's usually the creator or the head writer who kind of is running the show, um, but they will often bring on board other writers uh, probably they will have a script editor in there, sometimes a researcher, depending on the type of show. And what they do is is they get together to really brainstorm and figure out and interrogate the idea, you know, flesh it out as much as they can to kind of work out exactly who are the characters in your show, what are the stories you want to tell, what kind of series arc is there, if it, if, if it is an arcing series, it might be an episodic series, in which case, you know, what kinds of episodes, what are they going to look like, um, mm -hmm. how long are they going to be. Really, your, your, a writer's room is about working out, you know, all the nitty-gritty of what a show is. Um, mm. right up front. So um, you have writer's rooms for different reasons too. So you have uh, writer's rooms to develop a series. Mm -hmm. So that's when it's right at the beginning where it doesn't exist. But writer's rooms also exist throughout the process. So when you're plotting out episodes, you'll have a writer's room with the writer who's writing that episode as well as the other main players helping to create that show. So mm -hmm. the the um, you might have a showrunner um, that's happening more and more in Australia, but usually it's like your your script producer, your script editors, um, your script cohort, and then your your writer. And often uh, the way that 
a lot of TV shows are plotted, you'll plot two or three episodes at a time. So often mm. you'll have, um, yeah, so you might have like not just the writer for that specific episode, but you'll have like the other writer for the other episode. And, and what's great about that is everyone sort of feeds in to helping come up with ideas and make that that episode better so when everyone's throwing around ideas in a room which is what it is you know it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of people sitting around a table with a whiteboard the whiteboard is essential <laughs> and mm-hmm. and sort of just um working out what the shape and the tone of every episode is going to be so that's sort of that's that's a writer's room in production mm-hmm. so so you know when, when people talk about writer's rooms it, it can be very different things because I think mm-hmm. a development writer's room is is uh, it's a little bit less focused in that you know you there's no groundwork to go on mm-hmm. you know you're kind mm-hmm. of coming up with it from scratch so yeah so that's that's what a writer's room basically is in terms yeah. of what makes a good writer's room I think I think a good writer's room is one where everyone who's come into the room has done their preparation so they know why they're there mm-hmm. if you know if there's been preliminary material to read so again in development usually the creator of the show has written a preliminary bible or some sort of outline um that gives a clear indication of what the show they want to make is what the story they want to tell is mm-hmm. and so it's good to be really across that, across any other references. So, you know, watching a couple of the sh- other shows that are sort of in the similar genre or vein so that everyone comes to the table kind of prepared to, to really chat constructively, you know. Yeah. And, and I think writer's rooms are all about respect and diplomacy. Like they are really fun. They can be really fun and they can be really open and silly. (laughs) They can kind of derail a little bit. Um, But but I think the thing to remember is that, you know, everyone is there to share their ideas and to help make the core idea the best it can be. So being constructive and diplomatic with both your positives and your criticisms is is really important amazing oh my gosh that yeah just just even listening to that answer there's just so much wisdom oozing out of you oh "Oh my god what do i do with this yeah no there is there really is and i think you know, if I'd heard you say any of this maybe a couple of years ago, I probably would have been like, uh, okay. But now that I've had a bit of a writer's room experience myself and now we've been doing workshops, this all makes sense. It actually makes sense. Mm. And even the whole thing of um, planning. So right now I'm the showrunner at, at this stage for the show. And so everything you're saying about preparing everybody who's going to come into the room so that you're more efficient with the time and was very clear mm. what outcomes you want is, yeah, it's been so important to kind of get that, um, yeah, very clear from the beginning. Um so I might ask then, are there any differences that you found uh, between writers' rooms for sh- for kids' shows and those for grown-up ones like Neighbours, for example? Um, to be honest, I think there aren't as many differences between writers' rooms for uh, children's television as they are for sort of more adult shows. Um, I think 
they are all places where lots of people are coming together to, to try and create something together and make it work. So every show, I believe, is its own beast. Like, I, I think... I think no matter like it's it's not as easy to say all children's writers rooms are the same because actually they're really really different and they're mm. really dependent on the tone of the show the audience is really important and so mm. I think that applies with any kind of genre television as well you know you're you're all working towards creating something for a specific audience mm -hmm. so whether or not that's kids uh, or preschoolers or teenagers or people in their 50s you've got that front of mind mm -hmm. and and so I I think the construction of an actual story isn't all that different depending mm -hmm. on 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 who it's for or or the age of your audience mm -hmm. so I think I think each each show is its own thing. You know, most mm -hmm. writers' rooms are run relatively similarly. You know, in that they all you all come to the table knowing vaguely where you're working from, and and a good writers' room will also start with kind of a clear focus or outline about what they want the outcome of the day or the week or however long it is to be. Mm -hmm. whether that's the plot of an episode or whether that's working out who the characters in the show are going to be. I think if you start at the beginning of the day knowing where you want to get to, the process generally is sort of the same. And, and, and again, every show is going to be different because every show should be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that actually makes sense. And I think what I found so fascinating is how serious work goes into making kids animation yeah work. I, I, I don't know if that makes sense like I grew up watching cartoons and things like mm, that it's very different mm. watching something to then realizing oh there's grown-ups and money <laughs> and time and energy into working out exactly what that little cartoon person's gonna say and why and um it's just really mind-blowing to me that there is that whole world that we don't normally see or talk about yeah, look, I think it's a really interesting point. I, I, I am, I, I mean, I work across genres, and I always find it really interesting. Sometimes people are are like yourself, a little bit shocked to find that children's entertainment requires just as much rigor and mm. focus and professionalism. Um, I mean, it, look, writing kids animation in particular is a lot of fun because you get to do lots of really silly, stupid things <laughs> that you kind of can't do with um, actual people. Uh, but the thought behind it all is is actually just as rigorous as anything else because, you know, it still has to be a show at the yeah, end of the day. It still yeah. has to have its own message and there still has to be a story. So um, it requires all the same things. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Uh, okay, and so currently you said you're a screenwriter. Um, what's the difference between a screenwriter and a script editor? And then can you tell us what your typical day looks like in either of those roles? Sure. Um, a screenwriter is someone who usually is brought on to actually write the actual script for a show. Um, script editors uh, work with the writing team to help them make sure that uh, 
the tone and consistency of the series works across all the scripts. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of where the difference lies in that, you know, writers work on specific episodes, script editors work across the series. So Mm -hmm. what what a script editor often does is they work very closely with the head writer or the script producer or the showrunner. They know the show and the characters intimately. They're looking at the series on a big picture level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, looking at all the different types of stories and sort of going, okay, well, these are the types of stories we're doing. Have we done this storyline before? Should we make this different? But they're also looking, they work um, within scripts. So they... Uh, depending on the show, because it is, again, it's different with every show, but script editors will often provide screenwriters with their notes um, in between drafts. So they oh, will sort yes. of compile, yeah, they'll compile everyone else's um, notes or their concerns, changes, and that and that can be anything, not just creative stuff, but also production stuff. So things like, yes, it's a great idea to throw in a scene here in a pie shop, but we don't have a pie shop, so we need to move that to wherever it is. Um, Things that, so really sort of production stuff that that kind of someone needs to keep a handle on all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So that's things that, that's what script editors work on. So while the writer will do all the actual writing, um, script editors are there, as a kind of a guide through the process. That's probably a good way to look at them. They're kind of um, holding the writer's hand in a way um, just Mm -hmm. to keep them on track, keep the story focused, but also keep the specific episode uh, consistent with the rest of the series. Um, Often script editors also will um, will have to rewrite scenes. So once the writers, you know, finished their commitment, they've, they've, contractually done their their drafts and their polish mm-hmm. um script editors have to just go through and make sure that the scripts are right to go through to shooting so are they are they prepped is everything formatted right for the production team is there any last minute changes that have to be made for for a myriad of reasons whether that's production constraints or you know an actor's dropped out or whatever it is yeah. um you know they kind of prep the final shooting release really so so script editors have a kind of quite a varied role depending on the show but but generally speaking they're there to kind of keep things in line for the for their boss who is either the showrunner or the script producer that sounds like a massive job it can be a massive job i think um you know, I, I've been a script editor a few times and it's always been a different experience on different shows. Mm-hmm. Um, script editors can be quite relaxed. You know, they might be there, like for more experienced writers who kind of know what they're doing and in something where it's a, it's a perhaps it's a drama series, there's only a limited number of episodes. Script editors really are there to help um, help the writer and help this uh, showrunner mm-hmm. hone their story, make sure that it is the best possible iteration of mm-hmm. what it can be. So they're, they're really looking for um, technical story things, you know. Is, is, are the, the emotional beats in this story really clear? Is this being told the best way? They're, they're sort of giving 
notes and helping refine all of that side of things. In something like a children's animation where it's usually very high turnaround, um, you know, you're, you're making like 52 episodes and mm. there's no time to yeah. breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, script editors are... are a little bit more hands-on. Mm-hmm. So they're having to really kind of, yes, they do all the other usual things where they give notes, they they help the writer hone things, but often they will be um, making changes to the script prior to shooting that, that really are to do with technical things, you know, like mm-hmm. do we have enough voice actors for this? Are we going to have to cut um, cut a... Uh, one of the extras out, you know, mm-hmm. um, really looking at mechanical stuff as well as as sort of craft creative stuff. It's a really look. It's a mixed bag role. I mm-hmm. I did a um, course, a fantastic course with um, a great script editor and great writer called Alexa Wyatt, and she referred to script editors as their their writers plus. You know, you have to be a pretty, pretty good writer, but you have to be able to kind of um, have a, a good understanding of of how a production actually works because mm-hmm. often it's not necessarily um, creative concerns that win out in the end. You know, yeah. it's, it's other things that just are part and parcel of the wonder of showbiz. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny you talk about, you know, example of an actor dropping out. Um, just thinking about what I've written and things like that. If, if let's say, I lost an actor, that's like all those lines gone potentially. That changes how things flow. That cha- like, it's oh, not just everything. It's <laughs> not just a simple. Oh, okay, just just don't read their lines. That actually is a huge thing to consider. So yeah, that's really interesting. You talking about things like that to even mm. think about. Okay. Um, all right. What about since you've been doing this for so long and you've, I assume you've read hundreds, if not thousands of scripts over your years <laughs> and you probably have like the supersonic way of reading these things. Um, do you oh, have I any? <laughs> no, I, I feel like you you would. Um, just even from what, what I saw in that writer's room, you definitely had... Yeah, you just had these gems. So I'm wondering, do you have any words of wisdom or tips for new screenwriters? Well, for, if you are starting out, I think um, this is probably more career advice than screenwriting advice specifically. But I think um, and something we've talked about ourselves, you know, working in television but certainly working as a screenwriter it's a long game Mm -hmm. it takes a long time and you have to sort of be prepared for it um i think some people get into their head that they will write one thing and it will get made and and suddenly they'll have a career and i can Mm -hmm. um i can pretty much guarantee you that that's not the case unfortunately which it was um but you know i think what's wonderful about wanting to write in this day and age is we have this wonderful thing called the internet which Mm -hmm. is great because you can use social media to connect with lots of other people to meet lots of other groups and to kind of start start networking Mm -hmm. um a lot of people don't like the idea of networking but 
I, I think that's probably the word has bad associations, but yeah. really you're looking to make friends and build a personal community of people that you know and, and who enjoy doing what you do. And mm-hmm. when I think about my career, uh, it has not been a straight line. It's been all over the shop. And when I've had jumps in my career, it's not because I've answered an ad or anything like that. It's because people I know who know my work and who trust me have called me up and said, hey, I've got this thing and I, I think I'd like you to be part of it. And, mm-hmm. and that happens just because of time and commitment for sort of putting yourself out there, meeting other people, being open to the idea of collaboration, being open to the idea of uh, being part of a bigger community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's, that's true across all the arts. I, you know, I, I don't think it's not like getting a job down the local shops. You know, you, mm-hmm. you have to kind of put yourself in spaces where people, other writers, other script editors, other sort of TV types are out and about and meeting people. And you'll just find people that you gel with. And over time, you never know where they'll end up and you never know where you'll end up. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes this kind of really lovely community that you become part of. So I would would urge people to go and find your community wherever that is. Um, And a great way to find that is to get on social media, find some groups, groups, Google things, Mm -hmm. see where they're at, see Mm -hmm. where they're meeting, join your local guild. I would strongly suggest that people join the Australian Writers Guild um, as uh, you can start off as an associate member. You don't have to have writing credits to join. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's great about that is is they, certainly here in Sydney, um, we hold monthly uh, meetups where really successful writers come and talk and share their wisdom and it's a great place to network and meet people and you end up seeing the same faces and saying hello to people. So, so doing something like that is really great, but there's also like, uh, WIFT women in film and television and lots oh, of yeah. other groups too. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's so good that you actually said that. Cause I was going to say, I, I met you through the Australian Writers Guild, which I joined yes. as an associate. Same thing, just going, where are the TV writery people hanging out? <laughs> yes. And then through that workshop that we did with you in that mock writers room, I don't know if you remember, there was another uh, lady there called Evram, and she had glasses. Yes. And, yes. And so when I came to now thinking of who are other young writers that I want to potentially work with, um, she came to mind and now she's actually part of our writers group on on the show as well. Oh, fantastic. So that link has come through that. And she's amazing, amazing, amazing. (laughs) And so, so insightful. And, you know, our show is about these you know six young kids who want to tell their stories and they they come from different backgrounds and they've got different personalities and cultural identities and all these things and so finding someone who was young and also sort of similar minded a heart for kids was perfect and that happened through the guild and and through even what you taught us so thank you so much Oh, yeah. oh well, I'm I'm so pleased to hear it because that's exactly how it's meant to work. Mm-hmm. It is, and 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 I think this is what excites me is that it it doesn't feel like common sense. It feels counterintuitive to just I don't know join a guild of people 
you know, people who are professionals and way ahead of you in terms of career-wise and experience. But it, there is something also really powerful about then surrounding yourself with people who can mentor you or encourage you. And like you said, you learn from people who've actually done it. And you can actually yes. fast track a lot. So I've just found, I, I did not know anything about final drafts, screenwriting, nothing <laughs> three years ago. But now I actually know what a fade out is. I know what, you know, <laughs> like I know how to, I know how to do this stuff and it blows my mind, but it's, <laughs> it's because oh. of just committing to, to going and finding the people to teach me. That's right. And also finding other people at, at where you are at, you know, yes. like there are, you know, because everyone's, you know, we're all always learning. Like, like I think even screenwriters who have been in the game for decades, you know, there's always new things to learn and new people to meet and new ways to look at things. And you, the the best way to to kind of be amongst it is to be amongst it. So yeah, yes, that's exactly. so great. Um, exactly. The other thing I would say that's really important is. Um, actually read a lot of scripts you know you can get mm. your you can get a, ha a handle of a lot of stuff just by reading uh, the scripts of the shows that you like but also the shows that you don't like <laughs> um, Ooh, and a having point. a yeah and having a good look at how they lay, lay things out every show will have its own quirks but generally speaking scripts generally have a particular format and and reading scripts will will make you really aware of of how they go about doing that. Mm -hmm. um, also, I would highly, highly encourage if people, if you want to write scripts, write scripts. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but yeah. um, I think a lot of people get really scared. I know this was something for me personally um, way back is I, I didn't know what to write or how to go about it. I knew that I wanted to do it. Um, I would recommend either forming your own little writer's group, you know, amongst friends, like other people that you meet who like to write things and all commit to writing maybe like a scene each and, and practising that way. Yeah. Um, I'm a big advocate for competitions, um, particularly short-form competitions. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. yeah, there's one called NYC Midnight, which is run out of the States, that I, okay. I did solidly for a long time. That runs short screenplay competitions and what's fantastic about that particular the way that they do it is you get allocated a group and then on a specific day at a specific time you get given your genre your location and like an item Whoa. and you have a set amount of time to produce a short screenplay of a certain page length finished and delivered by a certain time and amazing. I yeah it is amazing I think I think that's a process that you could probably do with your own group of people like mm -hmm. even just one other buddy and go right you know what this weekend we're writing a, 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 a short film um, you've got five pages I'm going to give you a genre you give me a genre and we'll go away and 48 hours later we're going to meet back in this cafe and we're going to read each other's script <laughs> you know you can do it that way if you don't want to pay for a competition but however you do it get writing yeah. because I think yeah. you can't apply anything that you learn unless you're you're writing it yourself it's a very different process yes. when you actually write it yourself you learn so much more so do that as much as possible Oh, I so agree with that. I think for a long time I had all these voices in my head and the characters and then 
I just had to spit it out on paper. And then that just changes it because now um, they sound different, they feel different, and then you pass that on to someone else and they go, oh, not quite. And then you, yes. you're actually, you've started the process and then you can only get better from there. And, absolutely, and it's, absolutely. If you're a writing nerd or if you love story, it is just so exhilarating that you'll just find yourself <laughs> caught up in making it better. And, and, oh, yes. and I mean... Yeah. We could, I could go on for ages, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm thinking? I think we're going to have to have you back as a recurring guest because, <laughs> but no, seriously, because I, I just feel like we've just scratched the surface and there's so many other bits and pieces that I want to be able to ask you about. So if you're happy to come back, then, um, yeah, I'd definitely love to have you uh, on here oh. to talk about other writery stuff. <laughs> I'd love to, Taka. That sounds really great. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, where can people find you if they're curious about your work or want to um, get some development consultation stuff? Where where do they find you? Oh, cool. Well, um, I am online. I'm, I'm, I'm not so great with good old Twitter, but I'm on Instagram a lot if you want to look at my terrible pictures. Oh. <laughs> and my handle is Wendy Likes Stories. Okay. So um, you can go there. And, and my website's Wendy Likes Stories too, okay. com. And, oh. and that's, um, there's not much on there, but I sort of keep it up to date with, with it looks great. my latest work. So no, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, but it's, um. It, it's Sorry, very no. It looks really good and very clear about what you do and what you've done. It's very clear. So what I'll oh, do, I'll you. put yeah. links in the episode notes, and then people can find you as well, and and hopefully they'll say hello. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show, and we will definitely be speaking to you soon. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You're listening to Two Words with Taku. If you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, and recommend the show. I really like the things that Wendy was saying around, you know, when you're building this team or you're starting to put people together, you want people who are going to be there fully, like they're invested, they care, they're going to do their homework. Actually, I shouldn't call it homework, but you know what I mean? They're going to actually do the research and do the work that they need to bring into that room so that when you're there, you're making the most of that time and that you're also you know getting some really good stories happening and that's probably what I'm going to say to to anyone now who has a story or an idea is yeah start looking around you are there people whose work you admire are there people that you've worked with before even your colleagues or your peers are there people who you think oh actually I could probably sit together with this person and maybe we could come up with something that's what you want to start doing is starting to you know look at people and people you want to work with, people you want to create with, and then just testing that. And the truth is it might work, it might not, but then that's the beauty of starting to navigate, okay, how am I going to grow the creative team that's going to be behind writing these stories? Because the truth is you won't be able to do it by yourself. It is going to take a lot of work. And even now, um, I know I mentioned at the beginning, we've had about 10 people working on this project as well. So different writers and contributors and consultants, but we're going to need a whole lot more. And it's going to get to a point, I think, when if we've got a broadcaster involved, they also have a say on who gets to be part of those writers rooms and who can work on the project, because it's now going to be a thing of, you know, experience, who has the experience and who has that authentic voice and who has that experience. 
I've already said experience, but you know what I mean, as in who who's going to make that show and that team much, much stronger. So that's just things to think about right now, even though you might not necessarily have that team yet, just start looking. And what I found with the people that I was approaching, some of them are so experienced, but they're so, so kind. And I know I keep saying that word, but I find that it is kindness when people go out of their way to say, oh, I don't know, but why don't you talk to this person? Or the people themselves say, yeah, actually, yeah, I can sit in your in your writer's room for a little bit. Happy to do that. Uh, so I would say just start looking and just start asking. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, you can email me. I am taku at taku.com.au. And as usual, all the social media links are in the show notes, as well as everything that we talked about with Wendy. Uh, So she mentioned some really good uh, resources. So I will put those links as well. And I think that's it for this episode. Lots of things to think about. And as always, lots of things to write and brainstorm. So onwards we go. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.